Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we are back with one of our retro episodes where we talk about uh, an older film and discuss it. And joining us for this is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thank you guys for having me. Thank you for being with us again. Why don't you tell the folks where they can uh, find you online? Yeah, so uh, I have my film blog, which is uh, ryanarnoldreviews.weebly.com, or you can find me on social, which is Twitter and Letterboxd, um, Arnold underscore at movies. Nice. So we're talking about, I think, the the oldest movie we've talked about in our retro series, which is from 1927. Um, the three of us saw this together at the Roger Ebert Film Festival. It is Siren of the Tropics, and Ryan's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so it is a silent movie. Um, this was, uh, my first, uh, Ebert Fest that I got to go to, which was a lot of fun. Um, the film stars Josephine Baker, um, she's a big actress back in the day, uh, St. Louis native. Um, so we follow, uh, it's kind of a fictional colony, um, that's kind of like a, like a Spanish colony. Um, and, uh, Marquis Cibero is a, um, really rich kind of, you know, study man who, um, wishes to divorce his wife and uh, marry his goddaughter, um, Denise. Um, a little creepy there. Um, Denise, but she's in love with an engineer named Andre. And when um, uh, Marquise finds that out, he ships him off to the West Indies. Um, and that's where um, Andre falls um, or meets um, Josephine Baker's character, um, uh Papa too, I think tell you her name. Um, and so it kind of turns into this, um, you know, West Indie um, love story of a, a native girl with a uh, French man um, named Andre. And it kind of goes from there. And, and she, you know, goes on a, a boat back with them or trying to get to them. Um, and that's kind of how the story progresses. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a fun film for its time period. Um, you know, there is a bit of a stereotypicalness with the movie, um, some of the things that was depicted about, um, but it came out in the the twenties. Um, so it kind of is what it is as a film and a a piece of history. And so it it is uh, definitely one, um, to really enjoy with, um, Josephine Baker's, uh, role as an actress in the movie is, is what I really liked from it. Yes. I think, uh, Josephine Baker is the reason this pretty much the sole reason to see this movie. Um, she's, I don't know. She's got such an arresting presence. Um, she's beautiful in kind of an unusual way. She, she's famous for her dancing and she does, um, dance in this movie. And it's, it's that too is unusual and, and fascinating to see. Um, I think she was also known for singing and sadly, because this is a silent film, we can't hear her sing. Um, but, um, she, when she's on the screen, you can't take your eyes off of her. She's, she's fascinating and the reason to see this movie. Um, otherwise, I don't know. The movie wasn't all that interesting to me. Uh, for, for whatever reason, well, I, I'm sure these are, these are, these are films from early in the history of cinema. And so sometimes they haven't quite worked out how to tell, how to tell a movie. And, uh, the editing is a little weird sometimes. Um, it's a little confusing. Um, but, you know, 
at least this one is briskly paced and doesn't overstay its welcome. I don't remember how long it is, but it, it, I was never bored. Sometimes when we've seen some of these silent films, um, they go on for far too long. But this one is uh, uh, the perfect length, and uh, I, I actually I enjoyed it. And we got to see it accompanied by by live music, which is if you ever get the chance to do that, that's uh, that adds a, another level of of interest to the film. So, what did you think? Uh, it was it was fine. It's you know I've seen I've, I've seen several silent films, and some of them are great. Like I remember uh, we saw it was an edited version of um, Fritz Lang's Metropolis, uh, which was excellent. Uh, and then some of them are just uh, I eat. <laughs> and uh, this one's sort of in the between. Uh, yeah, I mean, Josephine Baker is the reason to see this. She's really quite captivating as Papa too. Um, I actually think, you know, so it's funny. I think the thing I one of the things I like about silent movies, although you're right, actually, some of them do go on too long. But for the most part, their storytelling is so straightforward. <laughs> you know, movies today sometimes are straightforward, but they maybe like dress the movies up with a whole bunch of you know, stuff, but whatever it may be to make it, you know, you know, I mean, we have like three hour long movies now, like in game or the Batman or, <laughs> or Elvis was just, you know, all two and a, two hours and 40 minutes. I mean, we have really long movies these days that, you know, and, and back in the day, you know, a silent film, it like a told a fairly bare bones story. And this is kind of one of those. It was a little disheartening. Like, so Papa too, you just know, I mean, she falls in love with Andre, Andre Berval. Uh, that character. And you just know it's not going to work. Like she comes from a different world, the way she's treated by like, so on this, on the boat ride back uh, to America, I mean like uh, it's no, not America. Um, They're from Europe somewhere. Is Paris? Yeah. yeah. Uh, On the boat ride back to, to Europe. I mean, the way she's treated by like the white people is just, you know, I mean, in a way it's what you would expect, unfortunately from folks in the twenties. But you also know, I mean, it makes it crystal clear, like, you know, this, this is not going to work. Um, and it doesn't, but you know, she finds her own, she finds her own way, uh, there, uh, and, and she's back. But yeah, um, it, it's, it's, it's fine. You know, what you, you described it is, I forget how you described it, actually, that confusing or, or something. I, I I found it jarring, and I hate to say this, but, you know, the orchestra that we saw, this live orchestra, I forget their name now, but um, their music didn't follow certain, the cues of the movie. And, you know, some of the movies we've seen in person that were silent films had a different orchestra, and they did things like they notated, they like some of their music went along with the film. Like if there was something like dropped the movie, like they made a sound for it or whatever. And we watched the Q and A with the orchestra after this movie, and the head of the orchestra said something like, "You know, I don't." She purposely did not include those kind of things because, like, well, you can see it, you know. (laughs) And I'm like, "Yes, you can see it, but there's a whole there's a whole industry in movie making that is devoted to like post production, like um, sound effects, foley's, if you Mm -hmm. want to call them, where you can see somebody walking in a movie or TV show, but they add in the footsteps afterwards Mm -hmm. because it just makes more sense to your brain. And this movie felt a little weird to me. And I was, it wasn't until she kind of talked about it afterwards uh, in the Q and a that I'm like, Oh yeah, this was missing. 
those little cues and like the music itself, it kind of flowed in and out of scenes without it. It didn't follow a lot of what we, we've become used to uh, in modern films. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked that aspect of it. Um, I thought I, I liked the music that, that we heard and I thought it, um, it definitely added something to the, to the movie. How about you, Ryan? Any, any uh, final thoughts on it? Um, the music for me at first was a little jarring, um, but I kind of got used to it. And then when she explained it at the end, I kind of got a little bit more of appreciation for it because it was just so different and unique from what I've seen with silent movies. Like you said, Matt, they usually do follow kind of a certain status quo and they kind of usually do because they can't speak and you can't hear. Um, they kind of do a lot with their emotions and their movements. Um, so that definitely was something that that um, conductor chose to change live while we were watching it. So somebody else who would watch this movie at home wouldn't be getting the same experience that we did with the sound portion of the music. Um, so it definitely was a very unique experience. Um, so for that, overall, I appreciate it. Um, not something that I would ideally choose for a silent movie, but... Um, for kind of just this experience um, of a live orchestra, I, I thought it was uh, pretty um, neat and uh, effective in what it was trying to do. Cool. What would you give it out of 10? Uh, probably a 6.2. Okay. I would give it a 6.3. And then what about you, Ashley? 6.5. <laughs> All right. So our score is a 6. Point, we'll give it a 6.4. And that is Siren of the Tropics. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.